What's up, everyone? I'm Johnny. And I'm Elliot. And welcome to the Sport Mind Avenue podcast, the intersection of all things currently happening in sports and the psychological impacts it can have on athletes in the community. And if you want to learn more about how to improve your mental understanding of sports, or you just wish to view more podcasts like this one, then go check out mind-designsports.org and get your head in the game. Welcome back to another episode of the Sport Mind Avenue podcast, the intersection of all things currently happening in sports and the mental impacts it can have on athletes in the community. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing Tony LaRusse's comments about his team, our thoughts on the play-in tournament for the NBA, as well as our breakdown of the playoffs for the NHL and NBA. We're also going to be wrapping up with a draft, talking about the best athletes to never win a championship. So definitely stick around for that. Uh, we do not have Ben here today because he had to take care of a prior obligation. So there won't be a Ben's breakdown. It'll only be Elliot and I participating in the draft. So what's up, Elliot? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Just can't complain. Out here doing the podcast, having a good week. Watching some playoff basketball, having a good time. Chilling with the homies and the bromies. Sounds awesome, man. Sounds like a great time. I've been watching basketball too, and I've been betrayed, bewildered, heartbroken by the way the Heat are playing so far. But yeah, we'll get the Heat are actually dookie water right now. We'll we'll get into that in a second because the Celtics aren't looking that hot either. So hey, we did. Um, <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk to you about today is uh, Tony Larusa's comments. So I I don't know how much you've been following this. But I'll give a breakdown for all the listeners. So basically, there was a situation where the White Sox were up big against, I believe, the Twins. And the Twins brought in La Tortuga, a position player, to come in and pitch against Yerman Mercedes. And Yerman Mercedes hit a 3-0 grand slam. Uh, Basically, all hell broke loose, I guess is the right term. So Tony La Russa goes into media and talks about how there's going to be a big consequence for his player and how apparently he got the take sign, which is not universally known yet. So we're, we're not too sure on that, but he basically said there's going to be a consequence within the family. So I guess the White Sox are run like the mafia, but uh, then the next day, the twins decided to throw at Mercedes who was literally just trying to do a normal at bat and Tony Russo came out in support of that. So that is your own manager coming out to support the other team throwing at you. So that's just a quick rundown of the, the situation. And I kind of want to give my take real quick because I, I'm, I'm a little heated about it still. So basically here's what I think, Elliot, Here, here's how I, I see what this. What do you think? Um, uh, Tony La Russa needs to be gone. Um, it's completely unacceptable to tear apart the clubhouse the way you are doing it. Uh, you're leaving your ego unchecked, talking about how your players have lockers and you have an office, so therefore you don't have to agree with what they say. Uh, that's a pretty BS excuse. The game's changing, and any unwritten rules you've been following uh, – Guess what? They're out the door when a position player is on the mound. So I don't know what 
LaRusse is thinking here. His ego is ridiculous, apparently. I, I just I don't understand what he's doing. He's probably going to be run out of Chicago by the end of the season. At least I hope so. But uh, what do you think? Well, first of all, when you when you brought up the I have an office and you have a locker. First of all, these guys get paid way more than your entire net worth is. Millions. That, that three by five uh, comfy cozy logger or locker. And you get that you get to have a whole office, but his whole net worth is thirty million dollars, which is which is a chump change in the MLB. And he cannot be coming out here talking all this smack to a player for not taking a 3-0 pitch and instead hitting a dinger. And I don't think that, that you should go out and, and slander your team and then and then not back him up when he gets hit by a pitch. That shows mm-hmm. you have something that you have wrong with yourself or your ego is too too substantial to support your own actions you know i think what makes me the most mad about this is the belief that even if you're ahead you you should give up for the opponent if they're not playing as well in what other sport do we even see that ever i mean you're up and you're winning you should keep playing you get paid based on the stats you have if Mercedes misses out on a huge bonus by one homer because he took on 3-0 in some blowout game. Like, what? what is this? This is so dumb. You are playing just to do well enough so that you're winning games, but you don't, you don't want to disrespect other teams, even though they're going to try and show you up the best they can. I, this, this whole is, situation is ridiculous, man. Go ahead. It's the pros. You don't think that they're going to score as much as they can in the pros? And at the end of the day, it's all fun and games. Like, they're still going to get paid. It doesn't matter if they lose by 30 or they lose by two. They're still going to get paid at the end of the day. So you you can't get mad at someone for going all out. I've, I've had many games back in high school where our team was trash and we get blown out. And 27 to 1 was the worst game I've ever been in in my entire history of playing a sport and it was it was the third inning so we weren't allowed to get mercy ruled and it just kept going it just kept going and you know what do you think they saw this was high school do you think they saw no you think they're gonna stop in the mlb because this guy is uh yeah like might as well just give him some slack you know it's gonna hurt them hurt their hurt their egos and and who they are in their in their uh, self control and their self motivation, like come on now, bro, Elliot. I have seen games this season where teams come back for a bigger deficit than that. This was nothing. Yeah, it was a blowout, but we've seen it get done before, where teams come back in the later innings. Like it's just so frustrating, and the fact that. LaRusa is still there just supporting what he said. It's just mind-blowing. I guarantee he's lost the majority of the support from his, his players, probably most of the front office as well, because there's just no reason you should be supporting anyone other than who's with you. 
it, I just I don't understand this, man. It's it's definitely demotivating to the players. Why would you want to play for someone who treats them like that? You're not going to get any free agents if he's still around. Like it's just your self-efficacy if you're on that team is non-existent. You you just have no desire to win or to play for someone like that. I mean, you look back at a lot of high school players or youth players, why'd they leave the game? Because they hated their coach, they hated a team manager. Like it this can literally ruin the sport for people. And yeah, they get paid millions of dollars, but if you're getting put it put through it like Mercedes is just for trying to do his job and get a better contract in the future. Uh, why play for this guy anymore? Like I, I can't, I used to love Larusa. I used to love his approach to the game, but at this point it's just too frustrating to watch. Do you think they'll keep him on because they are the best team in the AL central right now up a game and a half on the Indians. Uh, I think it's definitely something that's going to have to be watched for the next couple weeks. If Larusa backs down a little bit, then I could see him staying around, winning back some support in the clubhouse. But at the same time, that's just not something you can move on from. Supporting your player getting hit with a 90-plus mile-an-hour fastball is just ridiculous. So, Do you think the – there was positive reinforcement back in the club when he came back and said, look, guys, like, I'm sorry. Do you think that even happened? I think he even came back and was like, hey, I'm sorry for my actions. Like, I was speaking out of pocket, and, you know, I don't really mean what I said, and I just I just got angry. No, you want to know what he said? That was where the locker quote came from. After Tim Anderson spoke out of, against La Russa, he goes, yeah, they have lockers. I have an office. I disagree. Um, all right, man, make sure you take your ego with you when you're kicked off the team in a couple weeks. Let, let's see. Uh, let's see how that works out for you. Reminds me of the, um, what is it? Major league when uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like kicking everyone off the team and they're like, Hey, who are you to kick me off the team? He's like, I'm the dang manager. I mean, you don't, you don't talk to me. You want to get on this team. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I just think this whole situation's kind of kind of dumb to have to talk about. It shouldn't even be something that needs to be talked about. But apparently there's just still some old head managers in the game that don't want to enjoy it like everyone else is now. So, uh, do you think this will even revert him back to his old ways? Like right before he got uh signed with the White Sox, he got DUI. So he's going to get another one. Gonna pull Tiger Woods out here. I mean, I we'll see what happens, but I'm I'm no longer a fan of Tony Larusa. That's all I have to say about this. So really bring a bag name to Wizards of Waverly Place out here. That's Russo, but all right, bro. I I, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> it was a noble attempt. <laughs> All right, you wanna you wanna talk about topic two? Oh, so in case you all didn't know, we had a, a whole new thing going on this year with the the play-in tournament. So the NBA and um, the league all voted on having a new type of tournament style, 
where the seventh, eighth, and ninth seed and the tenth seed would all play in in a tournament style, one game, win or lose, alive or die, you're in or you're out, play it or lose it. We decided to go with it this year. We had the Indiana Pacers with the ninth seed, Washington Wizards with the tenth seed, Celtics and the Hornets all coming out of the East. And um, <laughs> I fucked up, bro. We're <laughs> going to cut all of this out. <laughs> all right. We're okay. Keep going. Um, and then am I right, bro? Yeah. I was right the whole time. I fucked up because I thought it was all right. We're gonna. I'm sorry. I'm I'm way off track now. It's all right. Ready? Three, two, one. So we have the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth seed in the East, and the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth seed in the West. In the West, we had the Grizzlies, the Spurs, the Lakers, and the Warriors. And in the East, we had the Pacers, Wizards, Celtics, and Hornets. Now, the whole controversy about this playing tournament is that it gives a chance for the 10th seed and the 9th seed to get into the tournament and potentially for the 7th and 8th seed who would have in the past had a lock to be in the tournament, a chance to not get into said tournament. So what do you think, Mondo? about this whole tournament playing style. And what we saw out of this was that the Wizards did come back from the last seed possible to be in the playoffs to now being in the playoffs and having a chance to win it. So I have a couple opinions on it. The first being the structure. So in theory, this is a great like play-in tournament. I love the idea. I think it could work out well if it's set up correctly. So the first problem I had is that it's a seven versus eight and nine versus 10 matchup to start it off. Uh, that's not how it should work. It should be seven versus 10 and eight versus nine. Even at that point, I still don't think the seven sheets, seven seeds should have to get dragged down into this play in tournament. I think it should just be eight and nine and possibly 10 if it's a tie. Uh, fighting for that final spot. I do think that this is a great way to keep teams motivated to not, I guess, tank for a draft pick. You know, if you make a run in the playoffs, you have a better chance of signing free agents. Uh, you get more revenue. Like, there's a lot of bonuses when you can find your way into the playoffs, which is what the Wizards are about to do. And, I mean, you're going to see – significant revenue increase despite the fact that they may not have as good of a first round pick and you know that's just the way it is but i just think that the structure overall should change to where it's seven versus ten eight versus nine maybe even get rid of that seven seed being implicated in this period uh but i i really do like the idea overall i don't know what do you think i got a lot to say so first of all it could be a whole conspiracy to delay the playoffs like a couple weeks or not a couple weeks, but like a few more days and every day counts in order to get closer to that full capacity NBA finals and having those extra days of rest and, and uh, more games, not only provide, like you said, more revenue towards the NBA and the teams that are in these, in these 
spots, but also more revenue in the long term when we see those full capacity stadiums, which we're already starting to see now, which is nuts. And I don't know how you believe it, but I love it. I love that. I can hear the crowds and we'll probably talk about that later, but uh, I think it was also cool because it gave the war the Wizards a chance to be in the playoffs, which was awesome because I think Russell Westbrook deserves to be in the playoffs. I think he's one of the best, I agree. one of the best to ever do it, and he's never had that shot to be back to be back there. I mean, besides when he was with OKC, they had somewhat of a chance, but they never really made it made it into any meaningful role. But what you saw come out of this playoffs is both eight seeds in the East and the West didn't make it in and got beat out by the the, Wiz, the Warriors, by the Grizzlies for the eighth seed and um, the Wizards over the Pacers and then uh, the Wizards over the Hornets, which I think is pretty incredible. And I, I think it's pretty cool to see that because then it gives whatever – um, seventh, eighth, ninth, or tenth seed that makes it in more of a reason to play their hardest. And as we saw, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies wouldn't have been in the playoffs as it wasn't for this. And they, they, what they stole a game, right? And they stole a game, the first game against oh, the Jazz. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I put the Jazz all the way to the top. I thought they, they might win the whole thing or at least, you know, make it to the semis. Um, and, you know, I, and maybe it's just a one-game fluke, but. I would have still rather watch Curry play against the Jazz, though. Oh, yeah. Like, that's something you. that we no longer apparently get to see because the 9 and the 10 seeds somehow just get their chances at the playoffs out of nowhere. But that change it. That's because of LeBron, LeBron loving refs, LeBron loving league. Everyone loves LeBron, 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 LeBron. What are you talking about? They would have won that game if LeBron didn't go cry like it, like his mom died in the in the um, in the last few seconds, and then come back, and then they're like, all right, like he must be hurt a little bit. Comes back, hits that game-winning shot over Steph. Yeah, a nasty shot, by the way. Yeah. Um, but still, the Warriors had another opportunity to save their seating and blew it completely to the Grizzlies. Blew what? Taking a game from the Jazz. So they were a competitive team. But the Lakers have no shot. I don't know. The, I guess the main points I'll make on it is it's a good revenue source for the league. It's a good idea in theory. The structure needs to be improved a little bit. Um, there's clear impacts on the motivation that you'll see. It'll give more players incentives to keep trying, keep clawing their way to the playoffs, uh, earn those bonuses, extra contracts, etc. Um, I just, I see it as something that has a lot of potential for growth in the future, but also I, I don't mind sticking with what it has always been, which is one through eight, make it in like every normal league. 
I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I'm kind of undecided, I guess. If they improve the structure, then I'm all for it. I, I'm okay with it being the seventh versus the eighth seed and then uh, the ninth versus tenth seed. Because if the tenth seed loses, they're out. If the tenth seed comes back, they have to play everyone to get back in. And I, that's that should be how it works. Um, you don't get to play the first round and then and win against the best team out of those four play of the four teams, and then you're still not in. Um, you should play the worst of those teams, and then you have a chance to play the better of the teams. Right, but if I'm looking at this like LeBron is, or I guess I'll use LeBron as the example, why would I keep busting my ass at like 37 years old and keep working and working during the regular season, winning all these games, when I can literally just hop in as the 10th seed, try for two extra games, and then I'm locked in the playoffs? Like, that's the only real problem I have with it. For, you could try two extra games in the regular season and not get in the 10th seed. Fair enough. Try <laughs> <laughs> a little harder, then you wouldn't have to, to play all those games. <laughs> all right, so we saw the results of the play-in tournament. Uh, let's get into a little bit of NBA playoff talk. So the first off, let's talk about my Miami Heat, who are now down – two to nothing to the bucks uh i am struggling to cope we look like absolute trash right now or at least last night last night was a the bucks scored like 40 points in the first quarter yeah i know ridiculous i'm struggling to keep the games on at this point jimmy needs to be a lot more aggressive Bam needs to stop taking these like 10 minute sections where he's just not trying to score a basket at all. Uh, Tyler hero needs to figure it out. Honestly, uh, we need our shooters to click They're They're doing pretty well. Three point wise, but everything else is a brick right now. There's just a lot wrong that needs to be adjusted. If we're going to even have a chance to fight back in this. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I have Milwaukee winning um, in six. So I think you guys always win a couple, um, but maybe not anymore. So that might have messed up my bracket a little bit. Uh, but I, what I want to talk about is how about how about the, the Knicks losing against the Hawks? How about that? You know what? Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not happy about it. I'm just enjoying that the Knicks are enjoying themselves yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> that's that's all I think. They haven't made the playoffs in, what, 20 years? They are having a good time while doing it. They really are. It's been yeah. fun to watch them. Win or lose, they're enjoying themselves, and I, I really like that. For all the Knicks fans out there, like, congrats. Congrats on being a Knicks fan and, and having something to root for for the first you, you know what's crazy to me is – the Nets go out this year and they say, we're going to make this unbelievable team talk of New York. Everyone's only going to talk about the Nets. And then the Knicks come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. prove everyone wrong, and are the talk not only of New York, they're the talk of the playoffs around the nation. 
Like that's yeah. incredible. I Louis love seeing Vandal. it. Louis Vandal. But you know, bringing up the Nets, I know it's a little little tough for you right now, being a Celtics fan who's gonna have a first round exit. Yeah, I I don't know. Should have we should have left and not gotten that you know that seven seed and maybe would have gotten a, a lottery pick. Uh, but I now. We should have won that first game against the Nets. It was a really close one. I still do believe we'll at least get a couple games down. Uh, I'm not confident as much as I am as I thought Miami was going to do against Milwaukee. But, you know, without Jason Tatum or uh, Jalen Brown, it's a lot harder to compete. Uh, you have one of the two, one of the three all-stars on our team that, that can't be out. Rest in peace. To, to Mr. Brown, but I, I don't know. I, I see Nets. I don't see the Nets winning the whole thing, though. I don't see it. I'm, I'm going to say the Lakers pull it out. No, no. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say for you, no. I think LeBron's going to turn up. AD's going to figure it out. The rest of the players are going to play their roles, and the Lakers are going to walk themselves slowly but surely back to the finals. That's I could like I could literally see it right now. I bet yeah, they LeBron, went down. What's up? I bet you LeBron doesn't make another seven game series. No shot. They're, Why would he need a seven game series when he can do it in five? Because you're not gonna win any of them in five. <laughs> you're not gonna win any of them in five. You're about to get swept in four. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Lakers. The Lakers have a shot of winning two games this whole playoffs. You don't think they're going to beat the Suns? I do not. I do not believe they're going to beat the Suns. Really? I I believe the Suns will win this. The Suns will play Denver just because they got Jokic, even though I kind of think that Portland might pull it off. You know, Dame – did you see Dame last night? Dame's dirty, but I won't oh. let you change the subject on the fact that you think the Lakers are going to get walked over in these playoffs. I think I think the Lakers will get smothered by the I mean, I everyone's been saying it for years, man, but you know what? Father LeBron's going to come in zero dark 23 and just ball out the rest of these playoffs. I'm calling it now. That, I, I see it happening. That man spends just as much time on the ground crying as he does scoring buckets. I'm not saying you're wrong, but and missing he's also a baller. He's 37, <laughs> balling. Uh, I also want to talk about uh, the Clippers series against the Mavs. I think that this series is a must win for – Kawhi and Paul George's legacy as NBA players. I think if they lose this series, this entire team they built is an absolute fraud. And I think they're each going to take massive hits to their legacy in the long run because of it. Yeah, I mean, Uh, they haven't done – they didn't do anything last season in the bubble. mm -hmm. And now they're going to lose to Dallas with just, you know, one one star player. Come on now. Like, especially yeah. when you who we thought were one of the best, some of the best people to be in the NBA at the time with Kawhi and Paul George to, 
to not even making it out of the first round. And and they're in the fourth seed. The fourth seed. Come on. I I guess the question is at what point am I supposed to feel bad for playoff P? Like what when's the point where I start looking at it as damn, like that kind of sucks for him instead of <laughs> playoff P classic. Can't can't do it in the playoffs. Because I'm starting to get to that point where I actually am starting to feel a little bad about it. Um, that man's going to end up like Chuck. Exactly like Chuck, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Paul George even taking up an announcing gig, too. All right, you want to talk about a little NHL playoff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What Did you see the 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 game last night who was it it was um what is it oh yeah it was the uh, winnipeg and edmonton yeah that and was that was kind of nuts triple ot i was up till three o'clock in the morning watching that game as a player triple ot is not sounding like a like a good time <laughs> i no. couldn't do it it was so fun to watch like I feel real bad for the players and good for them, like keeping up on keeping up on those skates after basically two whole games. Yeah. And until the final score was uh, scored by Winnipeg in the in the um, I think like twelfth minute of the um, of the game to close out on Edmonton. But wow, what a game, dude! They I were mean, just- we also got to talk about this Florida series going on. We have a lot of boys riding on this series right now. Panthers versus Lightning. Yeah, dude. I don't know that much about hockey, but I don't see the Lightning losing this series. No. I think they're just too talented from what I've seen. Uh, They're young, they're quick, they're hungry. I think they have a chance to pull it out uh, through the whole thing, all the playoffs. Either them, uh, maybe the Avalanche. The Avalanche are a juggernaut team this year. I don't see them losing in their entire bracket. So I'm not really sure, but, you know, these are some interesting series we got here. We saw the Bruins move on. The Bruins have moved on with one of the two other people who have moved on besides Winnipeg and the Avalanche. I don't want to go ahead and root for the the number one seed, so I'm not going with the Avalanche. Even though I do want to go with the the Penguins, I don't know. I I think I think the Lightning could make a a playoff push. I but, could see the Lightning doing it for sure. Bruins probably win against the the Penguins. I think. I never want to root for a Penguin on skates, even though I'd love to see that on YouTube. all right well so your pick is who to win it all going with the bruins bro of course well i don't i I might go with the flyers the flyers are kind of balling i i think they may make that that dark horse run to topple all these Super teams. The Flyers, really? Lock it in. Flyers. 
Mondo's expert pick for the NHL playoffs. Mm. All right. Now that we've, we've got our little quick breakdown done, uh, you want to hop into this this draft, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Man draft. Draft. All right. So since we're getting into it, let me break it down real quick. It is based on the best athletes to never win a championship. Five rounds, one pick per round, serpentine draft. The order is Elliot, then myself. Uh, rotate back and forth. Uh, feel free to comment on who has the better draft. Uh, that'll probably be posted on Twitter or Instagram. So let us know, but yeah. So who you got for the first pick? All right. With the first pick of the best to never win. I'm going to get, I'm picking up Russell Westbrook, bro. Can I do that? Interesting. Yeah, you can. Yes. Yes, indeed. Most valuable player award. All NBA at 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. Uh, NBA All-Star Game MVP award, 2016, 2015. NBA All-Rookie Team, 2009. Best Male Athlete, SB award. Bro, plus more. Clutch Shot of the Year Fan Award 2017, <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year in the Pac-12 in 2008 in college. Man hasn't even been to finals. Hasn't even been to finals. And then he, <laughs> all those triple the most triple doubles in history. You know how hard it is to get a triple double? It's only been like, like eight in the whole WNBA. And this guy has done 100. Over 182. That's yeah. a that's a good pick, but I was just kind of shocked you took him with the first overall. The best. So uh, I, I got two picks, right? That's the. Oh, oh yes. Oh. So with the first pick, Team Mondo selects a former NFL MVP, a two-time Offensive Player of the Year. Former Offensive Rookie of the Year, six-team first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, ten-time Pro Bowler. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mr. Barry Sanders, the GOAT running back himself, welcome to the squad. Easy work, write it in, best on the board taken, second overall. So, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about Barry Sanders. Dude's career got wasted in Detroit. They tend to do that with all of their star players. Uh, it's unfortunate he never got to win there. I really love him. One of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, there's not much more to be said than that. So, I am going to turn some heads with this one based on my stance on steroid usage. With the second pick, Team Mondo selects... Mr. Barry Bonds, yeah, all-time home run leader, uh, statistically the greatest baseball player of all time. Sure, he used steroids. Sure, he won a lot of MVPs. Sure, he's never won a championship ever in his life. <laughs> but Barry Bonds, statistically one of the best players to be picked for this. The fact that you took all these steroids – you have all these records 
and you still never got an opportunity to win a championship says it all. Uh, his career got wasted despite the fact that he balled out individually. He never had that full team around him to make that final push. It's unfortunate, but it's still a great pick on my end. He did do steroids. I hate him for it. He does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. But if you look at the statistics, he is the best baseball player to never win a championship. I mean, hands down. So those are my first two picks. Good pick, good pick. With the fourth overall pick, the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest player to never win a Super Bowl after having the most career victories as a quarterback with 155, a nine-time Pro Bowl selection, eight-time first, first and second team All-Pro quarterback, and he was voted NFL Rookie of the Year, Dan Marino. My favorite player of all time, by the way. <laughs> I still hate that he has to be on this list, but he was so good and just couldn't make it, man. I hate seeing it. One of the best QBs to ever do it behind, you know, Tom Brady. But heartbreaking, man. It really he, is. Yeah, he just had a heartbreaking career, never could make it all the way. And uh he just he just kept losing, man. Couldn't win a Super Bowl. Oh. Uh, this is my next pick. Yep. My next pick, oof, I want to go back to basketball. Interesting. I want to go back to basketball with Elgin Baylor. Hmm. Elgin Baylor has been to eight NBA finals and lost seven times to the Celtics as a Laker. Seven times against one team. He's that's, also that's a good pick. Ten times. He had the All-Star Game MVP in 1959, Rookie of the Year Award, um, most outstanding player in the NCAA in 1958. And he's an iconic basketball player, if you do know basketball. He he basically set the rules down for basketball and how, how to lose, but be the best loser there is on the field. <laughs> well said. I guess that makes the whole list pretty much. <laughs> May he rest in peace too. Uh, he recently died on the 22nd of March this year. So I hope his family is doing well and uh, give my regards out. All right. With the next pick, I will also be sticking with the NBA. Um, you overlooked this guy, and I was kind of shocked because I thought you were going down this route. Mr. Practice. We talk about practice. Uh, I was going to pick him up. Allen Iverson, oh. welcome to the squad. 2001 MVP, 11-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-Star game MVP, uh, he's been on numerous all-NBA teams. He's an absolute baller, probably a top 20 player of all time, absolutely filthy, one of the greatest personalities I've seen around the sport. It has also, guess what, 
never won a championship. He's pushed. He's tried. He's made appearances. Never, never finished it. So, Allen Iverson, welcome to the squad. With my fourth overall pick, Team Mondo selects an MLB player. He's known as the Kid. He was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, he's a 13-time All-Star. He was a former AL MVP, 10-time Gold Glove winner, 7-time Silver Slugger. Uh, numerous other awards to be mentioned under this guy. But Ken Griffey Jr., an absolute baller, carried the Seattle Mariners way back in the day. And guess what? Never won a championship, despite the fact of having the greatest record in one season. Um, you know, a super stacked team that had A-Rod on it and a bunch of other guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of shocked he's actually on this list, but Ken Griffey Jr. has never won a championship. So... Got to readjust my my picks now. Your your strategy. Yeah, because I I already have a couple people that I want, but I don't know if I'm gonna pick them. Um, so I'm going through the list again. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Ah, should I do it? I'm gonna do it. All right. So at least, how many, how many more picks do we have? What? One. I you have two. I have one. Okay. Okay. Wait. It was my first of my last. Yeah. yeah. You have two. I have one. I'm going to pick the 1911 AL MVP. Oh. Ty Cobb. I was going to take him too, bro. <laughs> this He was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1936. Won 12 batting titles, nine in a row. He holds the record for highest career batting average with .367. Holds the record for most career steals home with 54. He set 90 MLB careers during his career, or 90 MLB records during his career, and is an MLB all-century team. This man never won a championship. He is not a bad one. The 1900s, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> All right. Not bad, not bad. Well, my, I don't know if I want to do this for my next one, but we might we might do it anyways. We Go might. for it. Hold on, I got to recess. Recess. You took my AI pick, bro. I could. Oh, yeah, you let him. Go. You let him go. You let him slip. That was your fault. Dang, I, I should have known you wouldn't pick Elgin Baylor. <laughs> All right. He's just yeah. too, too good to not pick up. It's just true. Um, who's he going to take? Is he going to choke it? Let's find out. 
he's struggling. He's looking confused. Not really sure what he's thinking at the moment. Uh, I, I know. I think I think I'm gonna go with the dick, the butt kiss. <laughs> man took the dick butt kiss route. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> this man. It was either this man or Randy Moss. Well, as much as a dick butt kiss kick pick is uh, ideal for you, and Randy Moss was your alternative, let me tell you about this one guy who's a better pick than both of them for this list. He's actually regarded as the greatest hitter in baseball history. He also has a frozen head in a laboratory. He is a 19-time All-Star, two-time MVP, two-time Triple Crown winner, six-time batting champ, four-time home run leader, four-time RBI leader, MLB record 482 career OBP, in my opinion, the greatest hitter ever, Mr. Ted Williams. Welcome to the squad. As a Red Sox fan, you should be embarrassed you did not pick him. End of story. I shouldn't hear a word coming out of your mouth that you just let that man come to me in the last pick of the draft. Uh, I didn't put him down in my top six. <laughs> your top six? He was in your top six? He was like my number four. <laughs> Come on, man. That dude is elite. He's the greatest hitter ever. You have Barry Bonds and Ted Williams on this squad with the greatest running back in NFL history. You have Ken Griffey Jr. Who else do you have? Oh, yeah, AI, <laughs> baller. I mean, this, this roster I assembled. Once again, Team Mondo wins the draft. Oh no! You did not win the first draft. You did not win. Who you and your lacrosse bro won the draft? Oh, Get out of here! One one measly pick does not mean that my team would not destroy you in every category. That's a story for another time because you are gonna get throttled if I ever played against you. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> You'd get. Throttle with the roster I had. No chance. That's crazy that you would say that. You took Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Come on, bro. <laughs> you got to be joking, right? <laughs> you just admit you had a bad draft. It's okay. He's heartbroken right now. He knows the truth. That's okay. Um, so let, let's wrap it up for this week. That was our best athletes to never win a championship. An overall pretty good draft. Elliot did not come out flat this time. Uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. And, yeah, we'll see you soon. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment on our videos. Check us out on YouTube and Spotify or the mindesignsports.com. Yeah, also, our social media will probably be in the description. So, have a good day. You're.
Thank you for watching this week's episode of the Sport Mind Avenue podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on our page. And stay tuned for more of our podcasts and exclusive content in the future.